Welcome to Southern Songs and Stories, a documentary series about the music of the South and the artists who make it. Hosted by WNCW's Joe Kendrick most of the time, but today you've got me, Corey Askew. This is my Southern Songs and Stories 2021 retrospective. Here at WNCW, Joe works meticulously on Southern Songs and Stories, recording, interviewing, and mastering his full podcast. And then I come behind him and condense that even further for airplay. Through all of that picking, choosing, and cutting, there's a significant portion of Southern Songs that never reaches our audience's ears. In this special episode of Southern Songs and Stories, I take a couple of my favorite episodes of 2021 and play some unaired excerpts that never reach the airwaves. I've got Amanda M. Platt, Amethyst Kia, Dom Flemons, and Esther Rose. Amanda Ann Platt starts it off for us with her thoughts on the evolution of the Honeycutters music and how it intertwines with her own being. The new songs, you've got four songs that are either have out or about to be out. So Yeah, today York, we just dropped two more. Open Up Your Door, Burn, and Another Winter Gone. What is, what is different now with these songs, and have you noticed uh, an evolution in your sound? Is that conscious? Um, yeah. You know, I feel almost like... In terms of uh, an evolution, rather than, than growth, I mean, there's always growth, right? We get older, we understand things more. I feel like uh, what feels, it almost feels like, a, um, like an onion, you know? Like the evolution is just me like peeling back layers. Um, you know, I think when I was younger, when I really first started putting albums out, I was very uncomfortable with myself. You know, as many young people are, <laughs> you know, I don't think I was alone in that, but, um, you know, I think any evolution in our sound has really just been kind of like getting, getting closer to the core of me, you know, just like me feeling more comfortable, just not saying, oh, well, I want this to be a country tune or I want this to be, you know, yada, yada. I want this to sound like this, you know, I'm just kind of like, well, it's just, you know, it sounds like what it sounds like. And so in a way, that's kind of what I feel like the evolution has been. Here, Amethyst Kia discusses her work with Our Native Daughters. I chose this excerpt explicitly because of my work with Mountain Mornings. Working with and researching a lot of old-time music, I reach the origins of a song, and often it brings me back to something incredibly unsavory. I sometimes think about if I were to take out all of the music with minstrelsy and racism at its roots, I'd be looking at a significant gap in the library. So Songs of Our Native Daughters serves as a sort of reclamation to the genre and the instruments that were so often used to hurt people. And I think that's very beautiful and very powerful. You know, race relations is now has become like a mainstream topic. Um, it's, it was so important to do that record and the fact that I was able to connect with three other women who are, we were all familiar with what it's like to be, um, to be, black women, black people within a, a field or a genre of music that that's widely perceived as white. Um, and this project was also meant to uh, challenge that by putting the banjo as like a focal point and reclaiming, you know, 
that origin, that ancestry of it being from West Africa. And to further drive home the point that, like, these styles of music, you know, Americana and all and everything underneath that umbrella, um, West African folk music played a huge role in the development of American music. So there's so many layers of things happening with this record. There's the cultural aspect. There's us personally as black people in a, in a field of music that's considered white and how we are, you know, expressing, you know, you know, our version of what does it, what does it mean to be black, you know, and um, there's just so many layers of things happening there. In a sort of contrast to Amethyst Kia, here's Dom Flemons on his experience with Sule Greg Wilson and how old time is still significant despite its age and how that can be powerful as well. I hold the Carolina Chocolate Drops with similar feelings to our native daughters where depending on who makes a certain type of music, it can evoke a completely different type of feeling. Sule taught me some musical things, of course, and, and exposed me to a lot of beautiful recordings, but there were a lot of interesting philosophical ideas through his experience of African drumming that, that he taught to me that I, I've applied to my approach to roots music in, in several different ways, in a more of a, I guess, an abstract way, because, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, why do you do these songs that are 100 years old? And there's a power to doing that, to being, bringing these these songs that from the past and bringing it into the present and then leading a new way into the future with this, um, you know, the, the stuff that makes our culture so strong. And so that's one of the things that um, Sule taught me early on. Finally, Esther Rose on listening and garnering inspiration from artists who, one, aren't necessarily widely known, and two, who make music that is not like yours. Here, Joe and Esther have a really nice exchange on emulation and inspiration. Yeah, I mean, it would be easy for me to reference artists that are way more well-known, that have been just as impactful, like Joni Mitchell, um, etc., but I guess what I've noticed is that, you know, the people that I that I know personally that have shared songs with or with Faustina in that case, I just I went to a house show and met her and was totally blown away. Those moments have been so few and far between that I've been so deeply touched by a record, by a point of view, by a voice that um, I just kind of wanted to take the bio as a chance to kind of show or share some music that maybe might be a little bit hard to dig up. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of times people list off the usual suspects for what they say inspires them. And I've noted over time that artists, that that inspiration is not the same as emulation, that what inspires you to do something can be completely different than what you what it sounds like what you're doing. Yeah, you're right. There's such a difference between inspiration and emulation. And the feeling that I get when I listen to those artists is in my own heartbreak, which is what I was going through when I was listening the most to them. Just like space to be, space to feel. All of these records um, and these artists are just, there's a lot of integrity in their approach. And I don't know, it's just it's just good. 
just really good. Southern Songs and Stories is produced and hosted by Joe Kendrick. You can listen to more episodes at southernsongsandstories.com and most podcasting platforms. <laughs>